This podcast the is a Skype exclusive platform. You know? It's a, I mean, it, it's available in a lot of places. It's not. We use Skype exclusively, I suppose. That's because there's no better alternative. If anyone has any ideas. This is the Experience Podcast with me and someone else. And someone else. A third someone else. Yeah, so we had some, we had a, dish, a di- different someone else, but uh, they sent me a message about half an hour before we were supposed to originally start saying they had to go pick up a free couch, and this is the only time they can get it. But you, you don't have to make excuses for the fact that I was the second choice or even third choice for this. It's okay. No, I, 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 I I'm so happy to be the, here. Wow. I scoured my, my contacts, and then I went to my non-contacts. <laughs> and, uh, Pull, no, John, group me. Yeah, Jonathan, yeah, I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Let's look uh, at the 2018 Trumpets chat. Who can we find here? Yeah, really. Uh, I appreciate you coming on. In a bit of a lasting, we had a delay an hour. So, Alex, also displaying flexibility there. I know you have a busy life and uh, with the things that you do. Yeah, I was definitely super booked this evening, so I uh, had to move around a lot of things to make this work. I definitely had multiple commitments, for sure, 100%. All right, now that we're done talking about our very busy lives, um, uh, what, are, what are you doing? What are we doing today? How are we getting through this? I did a lot of driving today. Okay, there we go. Pretty much what I've done. To and from where? I was in Austin this weekend, and so I was driving back from Austin to Dallas, and then Dallas to Fort Worth. So, a little Texas Get road completely trip. Completely out of here. Alex, go ahead. Yeah, so I was also in Austin this weekend, and uh, (laughs) I think the previous weekend as well. I was in Atlanta like about three or four weekends ago, but I've been in Austin about 90% of the weekends because I I happen to live here. So (laughs) get out of town is right. That's crazy. Yeah, Daniel, you've got like the Texas gang on the call now. Yeah, See, we, we could have just done a live episode. Oh, yeah, in person. Yeah, if you, you scheduled a couple hours earlier, I could have been in Alex's place. I mean, yeah. Daniel, you could have. I mean, I know the ad revenue's uh, running out, but could you have expensed a flight? You know, real quick, just a quick turnaround. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um. Oh, for for me or for for you guys? No, for for you. Oh my goodness, we have to. You guys can do it without me. No, oh, okay. Well, so people generous. have been clamoring for the Alex and Jonathan spinoff. And, yeah. Uh, perhaps it's time to just do a, a Texas-based show. Yeah. Everyone's coming so, to Texas these days, you know? They really are. Yeah, we need to expand into this new market. Uh, get some more someone else's on this thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, I was waiting for like some weird border joke in there, but we're we're gonna we're, we're move on. We're move on. <laughs> yeah, we got to get some folks across the border. Is that what you wanted, Daniel? 
Probably not. I'll, I'll bite. No. Um, okay. Uh, Alex, anything particularly spectacular? No, nah, this was this was one of the more low-key weekends. I did, if we're going to go into the football talk, I did watch the uh, Texas versus TCU game. So there's even more uh, meat to the Texas side of things with this now. It was it was like the first weekend that it's actually been cold here, so it was a bit of a shock. Goodness, I think as a Texan, you're required to watch the, the Texas TCU game. That's what everybody else is doing. Yeah. So if I want to have friends and look cool, that's kind of what I got to do. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was down in Austin this weekend. I'm in Fort Worth, and so everyone here is going crazy about TCU these days, and. So I went down to Austin to watch the game and to visit Sam West and pretend to be a Kimmy PhD student for the weekend and like sneak into their like PhD tailgates and eat all their free food and drink all their free drinks and nice. wear that's lots a, of burnt orange, you know? That's a fun role play. I've never tried that one before. It was actually I, I started feeling kind of bad because we walked up to the tailgate and they're like, oh, grab a name tag and sign in. And so I, I put my name on it and then I put, you know, PhD Kimmy, like graduating in 2027. And so that's the same year Sam is. And, you know, we were just trying to fit in and we were joking around and we were telling people like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm a new PhD student here. But then everyone started feeling bad. Cause they're like, man, I, that's so crazy. Like, I feel like <laughs> I, I would have seen you in classes. Like what, what research group are you in? I feel bad that, that I've never like met you and introduced myself. And then I had to give in, and I was like, "Oh, I don't actually go here. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I sit in the throne of lies. I'm I'm just here with Sam." <laughs> you know? I would feel so bad too if I'm like, oh, "I've never seen that guy in my life." Because I mean, I imagine PhD programs are not huge. So that's. Yeah. <laughs> I really like, wasn't oh. trying to like gaslight these people into thinking <laughs> that you know I've been there the whole time and they just had never paid attention to me. So I had to come clean and be like, no, was, I'm just pretending for the weekend. I'm just here to steal your hot dogs. That's all. I was kind of jealous, though. I was like, man, I should have gone to undergrad at a school with, like, money. I mean, they had, like, free beer, free mimosas, free mixed drinks. They had barbecue catered in and all this stuff. I was like, dang. Georgia Tech, none of that. I just don't is care. It, is it, I guess, is it uh, not kosher to bring a plus one to a tailgate? Is that like a thing? You're not supposed to do that? What's, what's the plus one kind of culture to that? You know, I don't know. I feel like with I mean, everything, everything that's not a, uh, like something like that's a little different because it's a specific organization, but. I feel like it's it's encouraged. You, you want more people to know about how good you can cook a hot dog. So you want as many people there as possible, I would think. But maybe it's a little different. Yeah. And it was sponsored by Phillips 66, right? So I feel like from their perspective, they want more people there so they can, like, recruit more people to come work for them one day, you know? So I yeah. think it was an everybody wins situation. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Alex? That's Go ahead. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I have, I have a lot to say about this. No, oh, goodness. 
I was at, I was at a place. Oh, oh, I know, I know where we can launch in this. I was at a place, and they have a lot of places in Austin, but they have a lot of places like this where it's like kind of that outdoor beer garden sort of thing. I don't know if this place was necessarily a brewery, but you know, it was it was one of those like, chill with the you know, they got the dogs, they got the kids running around, but they also it's kind of the, the centerpiece. They have the pickleball court. This is actually the first time I'd ever been on it on the same grounds as a pickleball court, but I know it's kind of taking the world by storm. So it's interesting to see that firsthand. And I can see why it's taking off because it's, it's tennis. It's, it's the midway between tennis and table tennis. So you can still like stand up, have a good time. The ball's not coming at you like a million miles an hour, like table tennis is, but you don't have to run like in tennis. Like you can just stay in the same spot. You, you know, walk, like you have to move a little quickly to five feet to your left or to your right to get a ball that's on the edge. But Kind of just stand there. So I realize it's like tennis, but you can drink during it. And so I can, I can kind of see why it's taken off. So it was, it was good to get that firsthand experience, I think, for the new cultural revolution. You guys played any pickleball? Yeah. So it's basically like, yeah, it's like tennis, but no running, right? Yeah. It's the lazy man's tennis. Exactly. Well, I think it, it was, I I had already always kind of heard it associated with it's like geriatric tennis, so it's like you know you still want to play with your all your friends, but all of your friends are you know sixty eight or whatever, so maybe it's not a good idea to be accelerating really quickly on those knees. So it might just be okay to just scale it down, just kind of stay in the same place and still kind of get that same sort of vibe without having to go that extra mile that tennis requires. I've never played pickleball, but I feel like it requires, like, less skill to, like, participate in it and have fun. Like, I feel like if you just threw, like, four people that have never played tennis before on a tennis court, you're probably not going to have that good of a time because it's hard. But I feel like pickleball is enough easier that you can just, like, still enjoy it even if you don't have the skill in the background. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Yeah, it's it's like close enough where the ball you hit isn't going to go like flying 50 feet into the air, even if you've never played before. Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. I need to find some pickleball up here in Fort Worth. You know, most of the time we're too busy like wrangling cattle and going to rodeos and being cowboys and stuff like that. You know, I mean, we aren't quite on the. Right, how many rodeos level have you been to? I've only been to one rodeo. I've, so I've been here like a month and a half, two months now, and I had been to one rodeo. That's actually, that's pretty quick. That's good. There's a place in Fort Worth called Billy Bob's. They pride themselves on being the largest honky-tonk in the world. Now, what differentiates a honky-tonk from a bar? Who's to say? But it's absolutely massive, and they have like concerts in there. And it's a giant bar, and they have restaurants in there, and they have rodeos in there, like, every Friday and Saturday night. So a couple weeks ago, I went up there, and I went to the rodeo, and then after the rodeo, I stayed for the concert. It's really like you're everything in one place, Western cowboy experience. It's really great. And, and uh, Alex, you're kind of from the more modern city in Austin, so how does that relate? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I imagine we do have rodeos here, but 
I haven't heard anything about one. I haven't really actively sought one out, but yeah, the vibe here is a lot more, I guess, modern and uh, metropolitan. Metropolitan. <laughs> That's the, yeah, cosmopolitan. Whatever. One of those words. Cosmopolitan. <laughs> yeah. You can say you're cooler. It's it's okay. I won't be offended. I I mean, how cool is it when rent is like eight million times more expensive than in other parts of Texas? I actually have a, a decent like apartment that's not too expensive, but yeah, no, I I would say Austin and Fort Worth are probably like the two big cities in Texas that are most opposite each other, I guess, based on what I've heard from Fort Worth. The only time I went to Fort Worth, I went to the Stockyards, which is another like rootin' tootin' kind of thing. It's pretty yeah, cool. but it's it's pretty cool. Um. In Austin, we do have, I guess, honky-tonks and stuff. So, you know, celebrating that heritage, but I guess it is a little more... It's it's a little more like San Francisco than maybe other parts of Texas are, I guess. But also, that's like... That's what everybody already thinks. So maybe I'm just buying into the hype. I don't know. I feel like everyone in Fort Worth really tries to go hard about the fact that Fort Worth isn't like the other big cities in Texas. Like, oh, you know, we're we're not Dallas. We're not Austin. We're cowboys out here. We're where the West begins. They're like really insistent about the fact that yeah, we're a city, but but we're we're different like that. Wait, I don't wait, know. Fort Fort Worth is? Yeah. You mean the city that's like twenty minutes from Dallas? I mean it's so, yeah, everyone thinks it's, like, 20 minutes away. I also thought it was, like, 20 minutes away when I lived here. They're actually, like, an hour apart, which is farther than I think you, like, most people guess. Like, but, center to center or tip to tip? Um, my reference is, like, so Kenna lives in downtown Dallas, and I live in downtown Fort Worth, and if there's no traffic at all, it takes me an hour to get from my place to hers or vice versa. If it is traffic, like after work, it's like an hour and a half. So probably center to center. Yeah. yeah. Tip to tip. I mean, maybe, maybe half an hour. you could, yeah, squeeze a half hour. Out of so all you got is Arlington in the middle, right? Really yeah. Anything. And there's really not much in Arlington besides the Cowboys and Rangers stadiums and Six Flags. <laughs> That's all you need. But no, I, I liked Austin a lot. Granted, I was only there for like two days, and most of it was spent on Texas campus. But it was cool. And since I've been here, I like Fort Worth. I also like Dallas. I don't necessarily prefer one to the other. But I feel like if you come out here, but all the Fort Worth people, they're like, you meet someone, and you tell them you're new. And they're like, oh, which one do you like better, Dallas or Fort Worth? And they're like very insistent about knowing. You've got to pick a side. It's It's kind of funny. You know, I don't think I don't think that infighting is very healthy. So. I don't know. They've, they've, it's a pretty big area. Maybe it's helped them get that metroplex or whatever so large. That competition breeds uh, innovation. <laughs> Maybe you can get. Uh, I guess San Antonio is a little farther from Austin. Um, That's yeah, pretty close. Right. Austin is it close? Austin, what was that, Daniel? I'm so sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, Austin kind of has a similar thing of not being like the other Texas cities. It's like, oh, no. Like, like I think Dallas and Houston specifically, 
because they're like, oh, those are the the big scary cities or whatever. Like, oh, we're cool, we're hip, we're like, we're more low key. So, I feel like I feel like every city in Texas though has their own like, oh yeah, we're not like the other guys, kind of thing going on. It's just that like Texas pride. I think like Texas as a whole state is like, oh, we're built different. We're unique, and then I feel like it translates to the cities within it, too. Yeah, that's kind of what it sounds like. Yeah, you do have to greet people with howdy here, though. It's customary. Is that a state law? Is that, is that yeah. Right? It's pretty heavily enforced, too. Is Is it? Yeah. I was nearly yeah. locked up, but then they saw my Georgia driver's license. They're like, all right, we'll let you go this time. Yeah, it was actually the only reason I, I got my job. The other candidate, he didn't say howdy when the interview started, so they had to hmm. kick him out immediately. He was cut, but I did my studying. I was ready, compliant with the regulations. Yes. Yeah. you got to be able to speak the language. Um, any other Texas Pride situations that we need to talk about? The Cowboys lost today? I, I don't know. That was sad. You guys big Cowboys fans now? Is that? I am a Cowboys fan now. I'll admit it. I've, I've immediately just, like, jumped ship from Georgia and am Texas now. Like, I've got my Cowboy boots. Both my cowboy hats. I've already been to a Cowboys game. <laughs> I feel like especially being like where I am, everyone here is obsessed with the Cowboys. Even if you like go to the grocery stores here, on um, if you go to the grocery store on Sunday and you wear a Cowboys jersey, you get fifteen percent off your groceries. So Wait, even if you don't care about football. It is financially wise for you to be a Cowboys fan, at least to the extent of having a jersey and wearing it when you buy your groceries. <laughs> that's that's insane. That is a significant amount of money you can save. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah, and the jersey, and like, there's no incentive for the grocery stores, right? So it's like I guess the chain of like Albertsons, Vaughn's, um, Tom Thumb. Like that whole big like family of grocery stores, they just have like a ship with the Cowboys, and yeah. So every I go there every time the Cowboys play, I wear my Cowboys jersey. I get fifteen percent off my groceries. That's crazy. Does Jerry Jones own the whole state? Does he? (laughs) I feel like he basically does. At least like where I am. Yeah. Wow. Dang, they don't do that for UT. And uh, Alex, yeah. Alex, you said you're a big Houston Texans fan. Is that? Huh? Uh, yeah, I don't even know if I'd wish that on my worst enemy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, so I'm I'm an Arizona Cardinal fan because I lived out there for a while, and then they were originally in St. Louis, where my dad is from. So he's been a Cardinal fan his basically his whole life. So I already had a team, and I'm on like a. I'm not anti-cowboy, but they're definitely, especially in the last decade, it's like they always get put on the the primetime, like, afternoon slot, and they always, you know, they're okay. But it's just like, okay, we get it. It's the Cowboys. And, of course, there's a lot of people who like the Cowboys, so I get why they do it. But they're just kind of like, 
they're sort of like the New York Yankees of the NFL. So they're easy to be like, ah, oh, these guys again, I think. So, but that doesn't make me want to cheer for the Texans. Let me make that clear. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I do still root for the Falcons and watch all the Falcons games too. Like growing up a Falcons fan my entire life, I can't just completely leave them behind, but I definitely root for the Cowboys as well. And if they played, I'd probably root for the Falcons. But like I said, it pays to be a Cowboys fan. So it like legitimately does. Fifteen <laughs> percent. That's crazy. I can't, I can't even get over that. Dang. Daniel, uh, what about He's Buffalo? Wait. The Buffalo Bills. Huh? The, the Buffalo Bills. People people are big Bills fans up here. I believe it. Oh, they're, well, they're Bills. They're, but then you got some like Giants fans as well, you know, sprinkled in. So from the city. Well, no, it's just I guess they have that kind of uh, popularity, maybe in the same way that the Cowboys do, to a yeah. different extent. Because um, I, 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 you know, I get like the Giants games on my local, my local channels and stuff and such. So even though they're very kind of very far away, they play what, like five and a half, six hours from where I live. Yeah. Do they play in New Jersey? Yeah, they play in New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah, it's about five hours, maybe. Maybe a little over that, depending on traffic. Just to, like, technically where I live to the stadium, so they're not even, like, close. Even Buffalo is kind of far. That, that's what you get from mi- living in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I, yeah, you're an outpost. You're an outpost. That's yeah. okay. No, no one's talking about the uh, Syracuse Mets, the AAA team. Oh, what? I follow them pretty religiously. That's pretty crazy. Maybe. Well, so one of my coworkers, well, this is like a year, like maybe a couple years ago when I first moved here, he was like, oh, I got Mets tickets next week. And I'm like, oh, you're going all the way to, the state. <laughs> to Queens? <laughs> yeah. You're going all the way to Queens? He's like, no, I'm going to the Syracuse Mets. Like, oh, I got to learn a little lingo here, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you guys buried in uh, three feet of snow yet? You know what? I just I just texted someone who lives in Florida. I said, "Oh, your your hurricane's gonna bring snow here." It looks like <laughs> I, I read that on the news or something. Oh, on, on the fake news. I know we're in a post fact facts world, but yeah, uh, the fake news media said that uh, the hurricane was gonna drop snow in in New York. I think this weekend, whenever it comes here. So I haven't gotten snow yet this year. Okay. So, uh, What's the name of that hurricane? Nicole? That's not right. I can't find it. But yeah, might might get snow later. It's been a, it's been a bit of a hot winter, I think, everywhere. Oh, so. I know you guys are gearing up for another uh, freeze Goodness. this winter. I hope not. That was when the 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 big one that happened in I guess it was twenty twenty one. That was like right when I accepted my offer to work here, and I was like, "Wait a minute, hold up, was that the right call?" So it, was, <laughs> it was a little disconcerting. <laughs> yeah, I really don't want to deal with any like just completely shut down power grids because of the ice storms or whatever. I just also like to see no no snow at all. If I went snow, I would have moved to like Connecticut or somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. How cold does it really get in Fort Worth? I I feel like, I mean, it gets pretty cold, like, 
Let's see. What's the weather looking like right now? <laughs> it's going to get down to like 34 this week, pretty much every day. Some days like 33, 31. It just doesn't rain a whole lot here. I feel like it's the big thing. Yeah, like I said, I, I do have breaking news, guys. Um, sound the alarm. We have breaking news. Oh. Snow proje- projected on Wednesday here. Whoa! Oh, it'll be like a rain. It'll be like a rain snow mix. Like. Oh, that's the worst. That's but it won't be. Well, I don't know if it's worse. Um, it's okay. Rain is tough. Um, but it won't be. Uh, that cold. It's never really going to get much colder here than it is in, in Fort Worth, I'll say that much. Oh. Yeah, I kind of hate that. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking to escape. Well, it's more like just like people kind of overestimate how cold and hot places get when like a lot of the U.S. is pretty much within like a 15 to 20 degree band at all times. That's fair. Okay. I would tell people all the time, like, or even when I moved here and they said, oh, you lived in Atlanta, you're used to the heat. I'm like, it gets cold in Atlanta. You know, it gets into the consistent 30s in the winter. It just doesn't snow as much, I guess, there. I think it's also, like, how long it stays cold. And, yeah, the like, duration of what, of that. But the peak is the same. as I'm gonna, Even the summer here, peak is, it gets into the high 80s, low 90s here in the summer. It's only for, like, a few weeks. And then it goes down to like below 80s for the rest of the summer. But yeah, the peaks are kind of more similar. So at least everywhere, kind of on the east coast, pretty much up until like Texas. And then it gets kind of weird in New Mexico and Arizona and stuff. There, it's always like just desert. Once you get to the desert, which I guess uh, Jonathan's kind of dealing with now. Someone take over, I'm rambling. No. That's all right. <laughs> Daniel, it's your show, Daniel. Come on. You're supposed to be the one running this whole thing. Dude, we don't even, we don't even have names. We're, we're just somebody else. You're, you're Daniel. Yeah. I never said so. I'm me, technically, in the intro. Okay, okay. Uh, when did, so when you, when you first started this, was it just you and somebody else, and that's why you didn't? Uh, amend it to somebody else's or anything like that? Or is it just kind of... Kind of really curious about the origins. You have to go back to when Connor and I started this podcast, and he opened up the show saying, me and someone else. And I was actually the someone else. That is the lore right there. That's deep. There's your, <laughs> there's your show history. Yes. 225 episodes ago. You've come so far. I mean, to think that you started out as someone else and now you're me, that's, that's no, huge for you. Connor didn't want to do the show anymore. So. <laughs> um, Not many of us can go from third person to first person, so that's pretty uh, impressive. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I do have a query for you guys. So uh, what would you say is the earliest time? I don't know if like a specific date, but the earliest time to have a work Christmas party. Ooh. I feel and then like... As a, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, no, sorry, sorry, no. I'll, I'll hear no, no, I have a follow-up after that, but I'll get to that after. Okay. I feel like 
once you get after Thanksgiving, like, it's pretty much free game. I don't know. I mean, I feel like if you wait too late into December, a lot of people aren't going to be able to go because people are taking time off to travel and, like, see their families and stuff like that, maybe. So I feel like just beginning of December, right after Thanksgiving, I'm basing this purely off of when my department is having our, like, Christmas party this year. So, hey, if anyone wants to come, December 10th, Fort Worth, Lockheed Martin Department Christmas Party. Let me know. Let's see. Can I can I pretend like I'm an employee there? Is that are we doing that again? You can be my plus one. Let's see. December tenth. Oh, I'm working. No. Yeah. If it was the previous weekend, I don't. There's a whole reason I can't do that. Um, if it was the previous weekend, I could come. So if see if you can get that moved up. All right, yeah. I'll get to corporate about that. Yeah. Alex? Yeah? Oh, uh, yeah, earliest, I mean, yeah, I don't think any time before Thanksgiving is really, I think that'll might, that might raise some eyebrows. You know, I think mid-November people would begrudgingly be like, okay, I guess this is what we're doing. But I, I agree with Jonathan in that the sweet spot is like that first or second week right after. Right after Thanksgiving. Well, folks, I have news for you. This well, weekend, and oh, I guess this, this show's coming on Tuesday. Uh, on November 19th, we are having our, this is our shift for Christmas party. So it's just my shift. It's not like the company or even the site. We're having a Christmas party Saturday night on the 19th, the week before Thanksgiving. Now, part of this is because... I work shift work and it's a little complicated right now because my supervisors are on a different schedule than us. That's like a whole other podcast um, for how we got to that point. But pretty early, the 19th of November, it definitely raised eyebrows. I'll, I'll yeah. say that. Yeah, I believe it. I feel like at that point, just, okay, if you want to have it, then have it, then just call it like a holiday party, right? And kind of do... Like, don't make it specifically Thanksgiving. Also, don't make it specifically Christmas. It's this is a holiday party. I mean, it's just a party at this point. It's just a reason yeah. to. Now, now I'll give you the the terms. It is so the party is being hosted at a bar, the bar of which uh, my manager does own. <laughs> so it's it's not like a yeah, venue anyway. So that's that's the shit. But then the the site, I guess, where I work is having a holiday party is what they're calling it. And now I have the, I'm, the, the follow-up question is, when is it too late to have a holiday party? Oh, nice. Uh, I mean, you know, second week in January, everybody's like, oh, great, we got to do this again. Like, I think that's when, when it's a wrapped up. So I, I'm thinking there's some leeway there. Yeah, I feel like you can get away with, like, holiday party all the way until, like, just after the new year. Just still got a holiday going on there. But I feel like you got to have it done by the end of the first week of January. Yeah, the the, the, corp, the site holiday party, which is at, like, I think it's, like, at a golf thing. I don't know what it is. Exactly. I don't, I'm not going to it. But it's on January 22nd. <laughs> what? It's, like, it's even, it's like, like, after MLK Day. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, come on, guys. It's like, really, come on. Also, it's like, I mean, I guess you, you can look at it as, you get to look forward to it even after the holidays are done. But also, it's like, at the party, you're like, okay, we already did all this. It's not like, you're at the party, you don't have any sort of holiday to look forward to. It's all just a grind until, like, Memorial, or, uh, yeah, Memorial Day. Interesting. Uh, do we, yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, my company, next company holiday isn't until Memorial Day. They don't, because we don't have, we don't have that uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Oh, that's a shame. That's the best holiday. Well, well, this this may be controversial, so I may get canceled for this. Well, I may be canceling my company, but the company wide, it is a holiday, and Veterans Day is not. But my site decided to swap those, so Veterans Day is counted as a holiday, and MLK Day is not. Thoughts, two white men. <laughs> so, I'm a big fan of MLK Day. I admittedly, it's because that's my birthday weekend, and so I always want to have a long weekend for my birthday weekend. He's got some skin in the game here. That definitely. Hopefully, I don't get canceled for that take. <laughs> the reason I like it is not why you think. Uh, you know, my, my take. I I don't know if I'm the most qualified to speak on it. Daniel, you alluded yeah. to some per- personality or character or maybe just physical traits that I have that <laughs> are responsible for that. But, I mean, it's definitely a little, like, <laughs> another thing that would be like, okay, I guess you can, but it raises some eyebrows, maybe more eyebrows than the holiday parties. It seems like your company likes to live on the edge, it seems like. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, the, this is the site. This is what I do with, like, the corporate company. But... It does feel kind of weird, though. Like, I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's not like MLK Day is like a new holiday, right? And they just haven't, like, gotten around to to making it a holiday. Like, that's something it's, it's a holiday that's been around for a while and has been celebrated by a lot of people for a long time. I don't know. Does your does your uh, site, do they have a lot of veterans on the team? They, they, there are a lot of veterans here. I mean, that's probably what it is. So. I guess. I mean, okay, because it is. You're working at a a Homer Simpson type place where yeah. I, I, I. It makes sense that there's like a military connection there. I guess because that's like a specific engineering type of thing. Okay. Okay. So maybe maybe if there are a few eyebrows that went down. I think the solution is to simply give Daniel more holidays. Like yeah, everybody wins. Ho- I mean, I don't just, get just make them. I don't holidays. get holidays off. Well, I don't get holidays off, so it's it's not really how it works. It's just. But I appreciate your your uh, your thoughts there. Daniel, I just want to make sure you have that good work life balance. Oh, that's a uh, that's an after show kind of a kind of a conversation. <laughs> Whoa, uh, Daniel, if you guys have a, a tailgate. Uh, PhD tailgate or, you know, or whatever. And you need some plus ones to kind of sprinkle in some ideas about more PTO for you. Just, you know, <laughs> give us a call. Well, well, speaking of plus ones, I am still looking for one for this Saturday coming up. If uh, any listeners want to come or, or you two, you know, flights um, to Syracuse aren't, aren't too expensive nowadays. So, And you can expense the flight, right, Daniel, with the podcast? 
Uh, well, sure. Yeah. Southwest just yeah. started flying to Syracuse, so you got more options there. Oh, I love Southwest. Maybe we can get them to sponsor then free flights <laughs> yeah. for, for the podcast. Got all these sponsors really, all of a sudden. I like the cheap flights and the great customer service that they always provide me. So, you know, I think they'd be a good match for this podcast. I feel like Southwest definitely gets some crap from people just because I feel like some people don't like their boarding process. Yeah. And like the no assigned seats thing, but I'm like, saving money, I'm checking my bags for free. I really do not care how you get me on the plane as long as I'm on the plane and I get where I need to be. And their boarding is faster, too. Yeah, because so. everybody just goes, finds an empty seat, sits down, you know? like. Yeah. So. Now, one, one of my gripes with Southwest is I usually use Google Flights to find my flights, and Southwest never has their price listed. And I always know it's like, okay, it's Southwest. It's not going to be exorbitant. But that makes it so that I do have to check their website. And I'm like, oh, man. You know, it's just such a massive pain for me to have to click, like, four more buttons to find it another flight. What, what is it with yeah, what is it with Southwest not being on Google Flights? Yeah. I've never Google understood that. Here. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, like, you like uh, it's some weird money corporate thing, but I don't know what they would gain from it. It's like more people can see your flights. I don't know. It's Alex, contact uh, Southwest for us. Yeah, we want to make sure we're on good terms with them before we get them to sponsor this podcast. But for the for Daniel's plus one this upcoming weekend, the price won't matter because it'll be expensed. <laughs> Let's see. Hold on. I'm going to look up the price. Let's see. Who wants to come more? What What's your ideal plus one, Daniel, that isn't a like a significant other. Uh, well, in this case, it might be a, a, a DD, you know, uh, <laughs> it might come to that. That's an important quality. Yeah, that's, that's a really good one. But I, I would just say, uh, anyone who's, who's willing to have a good time. It, like I said, it's at my manager's bar. So it's, it's very, it's not like this uptight or, uh, you know, it's it's pretty laid back party. We're literally just going there to to drink. They're they're catering and I forget what I think it's like a barbecue kind of a thing. So um, yeah, I'm trying it. So Austin, not not looking good for coming here this weekend. Sorry, Alex. In terms of price or just availability. Uh, a little of both. It, it looks like you have to go through Dallas anyway. So. Yeah. Austin yeah. does. We don't have a big airport. It's it's kind of annoying. Yeah. It should. Again, contact Southwest and see if you can get more. Yeah. No. Well, I I got so now so so here's here here it's you know coming back to come back to us here. I couldn't. Uh, I did Google Flights, but now I have to go to Southwest's website to look up those flights. Uh, oh, actually, you know what? This isn't terrible. Oh, no, it is terrible. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> how how do you feel about flying at 5 a.m.? Well, when when you have a flight at 5 a.m., do you stay up the whole night before, or do you wake up at, like, 3 a.m.? I, I, I would always get on Owen for that. He would fly out at, like, 
6 a.m. So he would just go sleep at the airport. And I'm like, is that is that better? <laughs> I can't. That is kind of tough. Oh, man. Fortunately, I've never had to make that decision. I have a 7 a.m. flight coming up this Saturday, so that's going to be a bit rough. But that's definitely you sleep the night before. There's there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that one. You still got to get up pretty early. If you're going to get to the airport by 5 a.m. But at least I don't have to, like, it's very easy to be like, okay, I'll just wake up early. It won't be fun, but. I don't have to make this weird, like, okay, I have to get the, to the airport at 3.15 a.m. Do I sleep there or do I? Because that sounds awful. Yeah, I made the mistake of scheduling a super early flight coming home from homecoming this fall. Like, I went back for the weekend, you know, had a good time. Saturday night, went out with a bunch of people, and we were at the Nook. I probably got back to where I was staying that night. At like one thirty or two in the morning, my flight the next morning was at five a.m. But for some reason, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go to sleep." So I got back at like two a.m., just like not even close to being sober. Slept for like half an hour, maybe an hour. Woke up, took an Uber to the airport. Awful experience. I will never fly that early again. That sounds hellish. That sounds absolutely terrible. Yeah, I've gotten to the point where I'm like, mm, I don't know if saving the like, you know, fifty dollars is really worth the misery of the experience that is having to take an Uber at three a.m. to the airport. Especially when you can quantify it in like hours worked. Like, oh, this will take me two hours to uh, not have to. Like, th- that's how much money it'll take. Or how much time I'll have to work to avoid that. And it's like, you know, that's not that bad. Yeah, and I really do that all the time now. It's like, oh, uh, you know, like, yeah, that wasn't so bad. That was only, like, two hours of work and, you know, all the time. Especially for justifying purchases. I'm like, oh, I can buy this. That's only, like, half a day of work. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> you quantify things on how, yeah. How long of work now, I guess? You've recalibrated prices? I mean, sometimes it just makes me feel better about it because I'm like, okay, like, two hours of work at the office is like, it's it's not a, a painful thing. It's it's not that bad. So I'm like, oh, you know, like, this is, sometimes I feel better about buying something. I'm like, oh, I will easily reclaim this money tomorrow when I go to the office and just work my first two hours of the day. It's really just a way for me to justify my poor financial decisions. I was going to say, is this like a, a corollary to sunk cost fallacy? Yeah, or, I would say, yeah. Or maybe surplus fallacy, because that's money you would have already made, regardless of whether you purchased that product or not. It's just helping me feel better about <laughs> spending money when I don't really need to spend money but want to spend money. Definitely a coping mechanism. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, Jonathan, you should feel you should feel uh, you should feel okay doing whatever you need to do. I just haven't been working for long enough to get out of like the broke college student mindset yet. Now, it probably would be good for me financially to to spend like a college student with no money all the time, but thankfully, I'm. 
making money now. So yeah, like I I should probably upgrade some of my like furniture, but I, it's almost like a laziness thing. Yeah, it's like IKEA did the job. You know, I, <laughs> I don't want to put in the effort to get a new couch. Well, I mean, like my couch is a little wobbly. I'm like, ah, oh, I should get. <laughs> I should get a new one, but well, what's the point? You know, it's just me sitting on it. Yeah. Uh, the the broke college of financial mindset, uh, it kind of whittles away a little, like just a little by little, though. I feel like I'm like, oh, it's you know, I have money now, it's okay, and so. Yeah, money bags. Alex does not stress about purchases. Yeah. It's just I don't want it to go too far. I don't want the pendulum to swing too far the other way where I'm like, oh, this is I have so much money, and then I'm like, oh, I gotta dial it back. Just gotta be wary. All right, that's the show this week. Uh, Fly Southwest. Anything else yeah. you guys want? Yeah, it's, it's just a just thing. Glad we could give financial advice. Flight advice, cold weather advice to all the listeners out there. Yeah, we'll end with the uh, Southwest ad rate. Alex, I sent it to you before we started. If you want to pull that out and uh, we can wrap up after that. Okay, yeah. Are you a fan of the colors blue, red, and yellow? Are you a fan of pointing down and to the left? Well, have I got news for you. There's an airline that suits your preferences just fine, and it's pretty cheap, too. Don't like being herded like cattle into your seating position for the next two and a half hours? Can't help you there, but we do give you a cheap flight. Fly Southwest today. Be sure to go to southwest.com slash the experience to use our 10% off discount code and help us out as well. You know, support the show so we can keep, you know, having all these free flights to Syracuse to be Daniels plus one. And don't forget to wear your Cowboys jersey. Yeah, you can. Do you get a free? Oh, wow. <laughs> isn't there uh isn't there main hub in uh, Dallas? Is it love? Yeah, yeah, is Love that, Field. That it's it's twenty yeah, twenty gate airport and nineteen of them are southwest. So. Oh, nice. That's kinda like BWI. I was flying through Baltimore last week, two weeks ago. And I was like I was looking at the board of departures and like ninety percent of these are southwest. Baltimore. Yeah, Southwest is we have two airports in Dallas. We have like DFW and then Love Field. Southwest yeah. is literally not allowed to fly out of DFW, like legally banned for like non compete like reasons and stuff you, like that. Because they, DFW is mostly American, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's pretty much American Delta United. Those are like the big three that fly out of there. Alright, we're stopping the recording. Alex?